Hello, and welcome to Carried Away. I'm your host, Carrie Murray. As the founder of the Bra Network, the Business Relationship Alliance, I have met some of the most inspiring women working as entrepreneurs, freelancers, founders, executives, and creatives, and I want to share their stories with you. So let's get carried away. Ooh, guess what? In this episode, we are going to be talking about money. That's right, money. And who better to take us through that talk than financial intelligence expert Rita Bocuzzi, a.k.a. Mama Rita Money. She is spearheading the money education movement by inspiring women to lead their families with the belief that an educated society is an elevated society, transforming how wealth is created now and for generations to come. Join me as I get carried away with Rita Bocuzzi. Really quick, before uh, we get started and diving into your fantastic topic, um, tell the people, tell my audience who you are. Give us a little background. Sure. Thank you. So my name is Rita Bokutsi. I am also lovingly known by family, friends, and clients as Mama Rita, Mama Rita Money, uh, because one of the things that I love to talk about with people and have conversations, especially women, is around money. Just to keep it normal, keep it calm, keep it something that's a good and joyous experience that we can all learn about. And I started on that quest, um, oh, probably since 2007, and really got kickstarted um, in 2012 because I, uh, you know, I've experienced things that other people have experienced, you know, and I, I'll say the years, even though I'll date myself. The 1987 drop, <laughs> uh, 2001, you know, dot com bust, 2008, the real estate drop, and here we are in 2020. Yeah, and we all need to take a breath. And so for me, it was so. How do we get the education? You know, if our parents, you know, maybe small percentage of people have where they they've been taught around money, and that is fabulous, but the majority have not. And so I thought, well, if it's not being taught, then I guess I should learn it and teach it. Love that. And so that's, uh, you know, I got cancer in 2011. So that's one other financial hit. I call that I got financial cancer Mm. Uh, and really wanted to create a change for my children and for their friends and for my girlfriends and their families. And I've been doing it ever since. And it has been the best thing ever, ever in my life, just to empower women around conversations around money. And really, in fact, not just the feel good part of it, but reality kicked the principles into gear so that this way we get to now pivot, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that actually brings up a question. I've always wondered, what do you think the most common mistakes women make in regards to either money, wealth management? What what is a common thing you see among women? So there's a couple of things. I love that you asked that because that is one of the things that I am is very intuitive. Um, freezing, paralysis, right? Thinking the myth, I'm going to bust the myth of I'm not smart enough. You know, I don't know math. Money aren't my numbers. My, my partner does it. Therefore, I don't need to. Really, 90% of women are going to be in charge of their finances in their life at some point. And only 75% are ready. Oh. So that is the one myth I want to bust. And so I was not the brightest student and had to struggle growing up. And so if I can learn it, anybody can learn it. And also every household is a business, whether you'd like to think so or not, there's income, there's expenses. And it doesn't, it's not as hard as people think it is. It can really be broken down very simply. And the last thing I think that's the most important is to take charge by knowing the fact that you get to compare. It's your money. You're in charge of your future. No one else, no one should be dictating us, influencing us, pressuring us, selling us down, you know, on somebody else's personal perspective. It should be all about you and your money. Oh, I love that. The reality. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's the reality. reality. Yeah. And so you're going to talk with us a little bit about during this kind of pandemic panic time 
You know, people are either really, really holding onto their money really tight and don't want to spend, don't want to invest, don't want to, or they're trying to figure out other ways to earn income. We don't know what it's going to look like at the end of this. Um, so we're really in this kind of like preservation mode. Um, but mm -hmm. you, you talk about how not only do we need to preserve, but we also need to be persevering through it. Um, right. Tell me a little bit about right. your prosperity formula, as you call it. Yes, my formula of preservation plus perseverance equals prosperity. Well, right now I have to add an extra P to that. You get to create pivot plans or plan your pivots so that this way you can preserve it, protect it, and grow it, right? It should persevere. It should continue on so that you would be prosperous, so that we can flourish, we can thrive. And it is a lot simpler than people think, but the information, really, the reality is it's been a lack of money education problem, not a lack of money problem. Mm -hmm. So really is to just to um, be open. You know, I actually, I love word formulas because I think about processes when I do. And so again, simplistic, right? So really exploring, seeking, right? Plus uh, expansion, which is you growing, growing in knowledge, studying, um, engaging. That is just starting, taking some sort of action and then superseding your ever dream, like expectations you actually never dreamed of that you could have elevate yourself to. And so preservation is to protect it. Perseverance is to grow it and then be prosperous. And if you break it down in that simple mission for yourself, it becomes very simple. What do I want to protect? One of the big questions people should be asking themselves right now is actually just talking to, in, I'm going to say, an ex-Wall Street gal who had been on Wall Street for 30 years interviewing her and why she changed and what she saw. And the reality is so that people can understand what is your risk tolerance? You know, we hear things like, I only, I'm a no risk gal, right? I only do the safe side of money. That is the part that Wilmarita deals with because I want everybody <laughs> to, to be protected and grow there. Just like the, you know, the Warren Buffets of the world that can afford to take big losses. Why can he afford to take such big losses and never miss a beat? That was one of my biggest curiosities. So I learned about that safe bucket side. Well, if you're conservative or moderate or um, aggressive, what does that mean in how much money I can afford to lose? Or I'm okay with losing. The reality is, gut check. Am I okay with losing 20% of my portfolio and my money? Yes, no. It's, it's, a simple, it's an answer, right? Mm -hmm. I don't get to tell you. You know it. Is it, is it I'm okay with losing 50% or 75%? What's that line in the sand for the number? And knowing the purpose of your money so that you can really put it to work for you the way you want. I call that creating your uh, provisions to flourish your financial missions. Mm -hmm. What area do you want to be in? And so it's asking really empowering questions like these. And sometimes we just need somebody to walk hand in hand with us while we're doing that. Yeah, for sure. Like when we're shopping for dresses. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. want an opinion. Right? Purses and asking opinions. Yeah, yeah, we're women. So we can't, you know, just kind of, we really want to educate ourselves. Um, yeah. And especially if we're looking for a dress, like how does, does my back fat show? I mean, <laughs> give us gross. the honest truth. Like, is this a safe investment? Um, you know, currently with the stock market being wonky and everything, although it's starting to level out again, you know, yeah. personally, we invest a lot in bonds because it's one of the lowest you know, risk, um, right. most conservative funds. One and, of the most conservative. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's what my question was. Can you, is that like the, you think the least amount of risk or bonds, mutual funds? What do you think? So, uh, uh, just to make everything perfectly clear. So I do financial consulting. I'm not a financial advisor. Right. The difference yeah. is, is I can't advise on things that are at risk. I, that's just not a part of my portfolio. So, you know, I, I know bonds to be the most conservative thing, but you would definitely have to ask a financial advisor that. Gotcha. I'd like to work with something called index accounts, which are accounts that are guaranteed, guaranteed, no loss, right? You never get to go below zero, but you can grow your money. So that's, you know, preserving it, 0% losses, I think pretty good. 
and it's preservation of your principal, right? That money that you put in, and then the growth piece, the interest year over year, never is lost due to stock market performance. So again, I'm that safe money expert piece. Yeah. And then to persevere it, well, you know, a lot of people think, well, bank accounts do that, money market accounts do that, but we'll never retire because they only give a half percent or right. you, know, you can Google over time past 10 years, what percentage they've been paying out on CDs and things it's like that. It's nothing. It's very low. Yeah. Um, so none of us are going to, if we know our little uh, compound interest calculations, we know <laughs> we're never going to make it to see that money. So then what are the alternatives? Well, the alternatives are learning about these types of, and I'm saying it very intentionally, index accounts, not index funds. Okay, what's the difference? Funds are on the risk side of the market. They're the, the they can be conservative, aggressive, moderate, aggressive, right? But funds are in the market. Index accounts are not in the market. That's why they can be guaranteed. They look to the market. Now, there's every there's no uh, there's no get rich quick, but get rich over time process. Mm-hmm. There are those. So really what you got to look at is there's a, a time commitment that might be the trade-off, right? Whatever the time period is, three, five, seven, ten years. The other is there's a ceiling, right? There's a max that you can get. But Warren Buffett and Tony Robbins, and Tony Robbins talks about it with Warren Buffett in a book called Money Master the Game of how to grow your money passively, not have fees because fees tend to be the biggest killer of people's retirement plans. Yeah, a lot of people, their 401ks last after their job about seven years. That's it. And then they're done. They're out of money. They've outlived it. So what now? Most people have not been educated about index accounts. And so that's why I'm going to say I started teaching and do free workshops with my colleagues and partners so that this way, time-wise, we can, people can come to us and we can show up when they need us and they can learn about these types of accounts because it takes a bit. It's it, and when I say it takes a bit, you have to listen to, uh, you know, a 35 to 50 minute workshop, depending on the teacher, and be curious enough to learn and then ask questions. And remember, and be mindful that you didn't have all this information because a lot of people are like, it's new. What is that? Well, I've been hearing it's new since 2010, since I heard <laughs> about it and said it. And that's 10 years ago. And so I get when people say that it is new to them. So, you know, just take your time, read, find out about it. Sometimes you have to sit in one of these free workshops two, three times for you to know what's best for you to learn, to ask the questions. Because, you know, you and I could have the same conversation tomorrow and we could be saying so many different things because we just had a new experience today that changed our viewpoints for tomorrow. So that I tell people, you know, it's as if you didn't go to school, kindergarten through 11th grade. During that whole time period, well, you went to school, but you did not learn math. You did not learn one plus one, two plus two, division, multiplication. And you got to 11th grade or 12th grade, and then you're doing placement for math, for uh, geometry, calculus. Mm-hmm. Well, how would you fare? Terrible. <laughs> not well. Yeah. And you're expecting in one year to get all that information so that you could get to those amazing classes. So that's why you got to give yourself a little bit of time. But I always tell people, just really just be curious because you're always in control and compare things. And when I mean compare, compare thoroughly. Because one of the things that I've been seeing now is people are losing their money Mm -hmm. and back to the same people that lost their money, expecting a different result. Ah. (laughs) Aha, right? Aha. So to thoroughly, thoroughly do comparisons. I'm not saying don't go back to that person. I'm saying get the information, but do something different. Be curious and explore that next piece so that you really are in charge. You really know because what you don't know, especially when it comes to your money, can hurt you. And we're seeing, unfortunately, a lot of that right now. Yeah. I have, you know, so many stories. Um, We could be here all day, but... (laughs) One of the short ones is I had a client. um, I actually went to Europe just before this all hit on a cruise and got. I remember I was Spain. (laughs) Right. 
and they were losing money um, in one of their accounts. And I said, well, you know, you might want to go back. It was with an advisor. It wasn't with me. They did have an account with me. And I said, there's no worries about your account, but you might want to look into that. And they were like, no, I'm okay. I only lost 20% and I can make up for that loss. Well, you have to really think that you got it for 20% loss. You're going to have to make up almost double to get back to even. And that person wants to retire in five years. So now you got to do new math. And this is the piece that people don't go that extra step. Am I going to be able to retire? So a lot of people lost 30% this last go around, 30, 35%. Mm -hmm. uh, three years of loss. So if you wanted to retire next year or the year after the year after the year after that, you're not retiring. So I just tell them, think about the line in the sand. You know, you get to do what you want to do. I'm not going to talk anybody into this because this is your money. You have to think about it. And so they said, I do have a line in the sand. So I came back from my trip. That line in the sand was about $75,000 loss. Wow. And they were okay with it there. I said, are you still going to retire in time? Yes, because I have 10 years. But I have to make up for four. And I won't have as much, but I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. They're okay with it. That's, but we, these are questions that we don't think about. And then on the flip side, I had my clients that were calling to verify that their accounts were still good. And yes, they not, not only did they make the money that they made in the year, they did not lose their retirement. And so they're like, oh, my girlfriends are not gonna retire with me. And I'm sad for that. She goes, but I'm not sad because I'm not the one not retiring. Right, right. You know? So there's a difference. So who do you wanna be? You just ask yourself that question. Which one, on which side do you wanna be? And some people are just comfortable and that's okay. That's yeah. as long as you're comfortable. It's when we hear what we're hearing now with a lot of people being devastated and sad, and we can control that. Yeah, that's, that's, it can be. It's almost, you talk a lot about um, financial life skills, you know, and like bringing that, and that's kind of where they would, it's kind of like when as kids, we practice for fire drills and at schools, and the reason why we haven't had a fire, knock wood, in a school in a long time is because we've been practicing and drilling and drilling. Those, that's a skill. You know, so to develop financial life skills now as an adult, because we aren't taught it in traditional elementary or high school. I was taught to square dance, but I was like, hey, teach me how to file my taxes. No, nothing like that. So what do you think, what are your, what are some of your suggestions for financial life skills? Like things we should be teaching our children, our nieces, our nephews. I think some of the skills and principles that we should be learning about, one is compound interest. Because that one for sure, um, Einstein, it's eighth wonder of the world. And I can't teach it obviously but quickly, but he talks about it. Einstein talks about it being that eighth wonder of the world. And those that understand it, earn it. And that, those that do not lose it, right? They, they, lose, they, lose, their, it. they yeah. lose their financial households. So it's a basic fundamental principle that all it's, it's been true for all time and will continue to be true for all time. So that's one, time value of money when we're teaching children. Because the one thing that I hear in our classes is, oh my gosh, where were you 20 years ago? I wish I would have known things, this, things would have been different. But you know, the cool thing is things get to be different right now, right? Because if you shift now, rather than waiting for the next 20 years to say the same thing, you right. can do it. And you may not have the exact same spot where you're at, but you're definitely going to be ahead of where you were from before. And then you can change it for your next generation because I love, you know, teaching our children and the legacy piece of it. So those time value of money is super important. Learning how to save our money. I also like to teach people just simple basics. And, it, and it's, it's pretty, it was amazing to me in the beginning. Now I find it much more common. Even people with money don't understand the different buckets of money that we have. Understanding those buckets gives us understanding in the decisions we make around money. And when you learn that literally like there's bucket one, bucket two, bucket three, our brain can wrap around it and go, oh yeah, okay, that money's working for me like that. I have so many over here. I want it to work like this. And it's like this almost ABC format of learning. Very elementary very foundational. So, you know, you can also learn about taxable and non-taxable money. That mm -hmm. is so powerful. How many of us would love to have a tax-free lifetime passive income 
that pays out to us for the rest of our lives that we structure. Like, sign me up. <laughs> yes, where, where do I sign up? up. <laughs> So we need to learn about those. And honestly, one of the things that I did in my quest of learning was I worked with different financial institutions to see who was in alignment with what I wanted to teach, let go of the ones that did not, studied with wealth builders and their financial professionals to see what were they not only teaching those mega millionaires and billionaires, but what were they teaching their family members? Yeah. My members were willing to learn. So I got all that education because most of their family members were middle-income Americans. They weren't the millionaires and billionaires. Can you imagine all those family members tapping into the millionaires and billionaires? They wouldn't have time. Right. So they taught them how to fish, if you will, right? They taught them how to get to build their own wealth if they chose. And so that's what I also teach to everyone in community so that they can grow. And it's these basic principles and learning about index accounts. And my, my other favorite is living benefits. Okay. Okay. Because living benefits, when I got financial cancer, I was, I went from what I call the financial breadwinner to the financial burden in my household. I still get choked up about that because that was nine years ago. I've been a survivor. I'm happy and healthy and here with the mission to cut the bankruptcy rate due to medical related issues in half. Because if everybody knew and had these plans that for some people cost less than their past pet insurance. Crazy. And, you know, living benefits is different than your traditional will. Because some people think, you know, I need a will. That means I got to wait till I pass on before my family receives benefits. No. Living benefits is so essential to have right now. Um, yes. Give us a little bit of about that in case our audience don't know the difference. If they don't know the difference, yeah. So. Being a cancer survivor, I had researched it. No one taught me. As I researched it, I was young. I still am young. You are. Younger. At that time, soccer mom with two young kids. And working with the company and asked my supervisors and managers, what is this? And they're like, oh, it's super amazing. You should get it. And I'm like, okay, so then how do we provide it? And they're like, oh, no, we don't do that because we don't make money off of it. Well, Uh. (laughs) I could not sleep at night like that. So I left. And I found a company that did do that. And what happened was I, because being young, procrastinated just two months. It actually was a difference of two weeks. And what I mean by that is I was going to implement it and I was going to wait the two months, but two weeks later, I found out I was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, you need living benefits before cancer. That's number one. Because sometimes we think we're in control of everything, but we have to be healthy, right? Health is number one. Yes. That's, that's the best wealth. You implement it. It's if something happens when you're alive, right? Imagine that. And actually, I'll, I'll use a life story. I have a young client, 27 years old, got breast cancer. She set up one of these plans. And for her, it was such a minimal amount. It was probably two Starbucks coffees a month that she had to give up. That's it. Wow. But she was very young. She gave up those coffees. After a year, she texted me, said, Rita, my health is not good. So she had breast cancer and she said, I want to accelerate one of my living benefits, which was a critical illness for, she put less than $200 in Uh and she ended up getting a $50,000 lump sum check into her account the day before she started her chemo treatments. Wow. Worries of mortgage, no worries of rent, no worries of anything. So that's one example one real life example. And there are many, there's actually a book called next gen that has all a ton of examples. If people are wondering what they look like, but if you, somebody gets in a car accident, you know, or a sports injury and you can't do two of your daily activities of living, you could get a monthly payout, right? Instead of what did I have to do when I didn't know about it? I had to tap into my home. I had to tap into all our savings. I incurred credit card debt just to keep us going in life, which I do not recommend, mostly because I was taking courses to create a change, not only for me, but for everybody out there that wants to hear or wants to know about it and just wants to learn. Because I believe that's called living benefits. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Living benefits. And it's different from company to company. And this is very, very, very important. Because a company will say that they have living benefits and they will have what's called 
not just the death benefit, that's death insurance, right? That's right. I just didn't call it death insurance because it didn't work it well. <laughs> but living benefit is for when you live, right? Right. So I'm alive, I can use the money. I had a sports injury or car accident, I can use the money. Um, the other is chronic critical, terminal. So there's three. If you're terminal, the doctor puts a stamp on you, and you're like, hell no, I am not listening to that doctor. I'm going to go, I want to go have this treatment that's in Germany. You can use the money for whatever you need in a living benefit. Most companies have terminal illness. And then now you get into the next level. This is how I, I look at things. So then what's the next piece? Are they giving you 25%? 25% of what? 50% of what? Or is it 90%? Well, if you're looking at a living benefits plan, and do they only have the terminal illness? Do they have the terminal illness and the critical illness? Do they have, right? It's this little puzzle piece. So you just kind of just have the list of it. And is it yes, yes, yes? Guess what? It makes it really clear and simple, simple. Yeah. This is not easy, but it is simple. And you, because, you know, most the women in the bra network and a lot of people who are listening to this are entrepreneurs and they're uh-huh. their own boss and their own, let me go to the accounting department. Oh, that's me. Um, that's you, right. you are someone that they can go to and build these living benefits. Um, yes. and, yeah. And build this kind of security because there is no, a, you know, company, you know, a HR accounting firm when you're an entrepreneur. And most of us creatives really don't like to talk about money and when things get icky. It's true. <laughs> but yes. And you know, that's and that, why you're Mama Rita. <laughs> that's why I'm here to help you. And I'm here, Mama Rita has the workshops and the events to help you start to feel comfortable if it's even just talking about that taboo talk of money, right? And just just kind of breathing and just easing through it so that you're learning one baby step at a time. I tell people, I don't like eating the elephant one bite at a time. I've never eaten elephant. I don't plan to. I love the analogy. I totally yeah. get it. Is Most mamas and most families and people, if you give a baby a baby food jar food and they have a spoon and you're not feeding them, what happens with that food? Oh, because it's all over the place. All over the freaking place. Yeah. Many of us feel like that with our finances. Yes. So I'm here to make it not feel that way and to feed you so that this way, when you need it, so that this way you can be strong and you can go out and you can feed yourself and grow that way. So I want to, to the entrepreneurs, a lot of people say, gosh, I, you know, so many hats and I have to do this too. Well, yes, we do. And I'm going to say, thank God we are so blessed with the opportunity to control and create our own pensions. How many people are right now locked into 401ks they cannot control from their employers? And I just had a colleague and friend who works with me who had an old 401k, or he was working part-time and his 401k was so locked with his employer and he didn't know it, that he was not allowed to move it to any part of a safe side of a portfolio and watched 40,000 of it disappear. Oh, without control. So as entrepreneurs, I like to say, you know what, when people became business owners and created pensions for our, that prior generation, and if you are that generation, you know who I'm talking to, you got used to pensions and everything. Well, we get to create our own, mm-hmm. get to create our so much better than ever before with instruments that are better than ever before for us. We just need to know about them and tap into them. And and the word is spreading like wildfire. I mean, literally this information in these classes, I'm not the only one teaching them. They're widespread. I love, I'm always looking for somebody who's has the same mission and vision and passion that wants to walk alongside me and do it because it can't just be about Mama Rita spreading the world word. And it's not, it's across the nation and growing fast. So, you know, you just got to jump on and start to learn, be on that learning train. Yeah. And it, I know you also talk about, you know, women getting more control of their personal economy and having control over that. And it's, it's almost like we don't know what to do first. We don't know what we're looking for when we're like, okay, I have this chunk of cash, you know, do I just put it in a savings account? What, how do I make it grow for me? I mean, how do you, when you're working with women or individuals, you know, how do they find you to think, help, what do I do with this money? So one of the ways to find me is to go to my website. I do free consultations. 
Um, if it's something on mindset, it's probably 30 minutes. But if it's more, you want me to dig a little deeper, it's 50 minutes. And those consultations, the first consultation is free. Um, and then we go from there. We come up with the game plan and we take it step, step by step. I just start to ask you some questions to generate you asking some questions and taking some baby steps. And for some women, it's like, okay, what's my next step? Well, a lot of them haven't even opened up their envelopes, right? Or bills or statements. I'm like, go grab those statements and just grab them and then open them up. That's it. And then there's the next meeting, right? Or it's, you know, put, put it all down on a piece of paper or put three down on a piece of paper, whatever you can take. And then I'm going to say, have fun with this. Be happy. Reward yourself. I am this reward person all the time. If you have to have a box of chocolates with you while you go through it, or a glass of wine and some pizza, I don't know, whatever it is that's your favorite, make it fun. Or if afterwards, you know, you, you get a massage, right? I know we're not in no contact right now, but maybe have somebody that helps you be accountable. Maybe your partner is like, if you're sitting with your partner, you're like, okay, after we're done with this, we each give each other a massage. Seriously, make it fun. Because if it's not fun, money is energy. It's currency. And a lot of us have been repelling it because we're like this and this and just breathe, just let it go. And always, always know, I'm that person that always likes to know that, guess what? If it's not going the way I want, it's my choice. I can say no and ask, 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 ask questions. (laughs) People laugh in meetings with me. I'm laughing because they always, literally always laugh. So I just tell them, I'm like, okay, you know that question that's in your head that right now you're thinking you shouldn't ask me? That needs to be your first question. Yeah. You're like, what? I'm like, yeah, let's get it over with. There's a book called by Brian Tracy that I read years ago called Eat That Frog. Oh, yeah, I know it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have frogs, elephants. I don't like to eat frogs eat either. Let's ask the question and take a sip of wine or something or <laughs> eat a chocolate, whatever it is. Do that instead, because that part is only temporary. It's kind of starting your new career or a new job or a new business. And you're like, oh my God, I'm so scared. I'm going to say like when I first started doing interviews like this, the more I do them, the more fun they are, the more, but in the beginning, I was like, my throat used to tighten. It's like, oh my gosh, I know I talk a lot. I can't talk right now. What is this? But the more comfortable I got, the more fun I have, the more I share, you know, um, be authentic, be real, be vulnerable. You know what? Your vulnerability is strength. No one can take over what you want to do when you get clarity. And sometimes you just need a starting point of, I don't know what the F I'm doing. I'm just going to show up and start learning the language. Yeah. That's huge. And that's it. And that's what I did. And then when I thought of a question, I was like, I'm asking it. I'm asking it Mm -hmm. like to the point, you know, I was in workshops that I paid for that sometimes some of the people sitting next to me weren't happy about how many questions I was asking, (laughs) but really cool thing. um, One of my mentors at the time said the smartest person in the room, because he actually saw the tension between me ask. I'm like, I want to ask. And my son was sitting with me. I really believe in this enough that I teach my kids and have my kids go with me said that the smartest person in the room is always the person that asks the most questions because it's your growth. Yes. And kudos to you and bravo to you because that's you stepping into your greatness step by step. Mm -hmm. By ask. And it's only you improving you and who cares about anybody else? Because unless they're paying for your retirement, they don't get a say. Yeah, that's right. I got to ask more questions. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. Now, you mentioned wine, which I was lucky enough to go to your Wine, Women, and Wealth. uh, It was like a meetup in Burbank, I believe. Yes. Um, Packed room full of women, not there for the wine, although that was delicious, but um, I was amazed by how captivating they, they were into what you were saying, but also how many you could literally see the light bulbs going off while you were talking and giving examples. Um, tell me about Wine, Women, and Wealth and how can I get the Bra Network, you know, to start attending those or supporting you in that. Awesome. 
So Wine, Women, Wealth, I had the good fortune to end up at an event for another girlfriend that was a women's conference for women in business. And I saw this cool young gal, tattoo, platinum hair, like 26. I don't know. She was super young, speaking words of wisdom that I knew were reality. And everybody in the room captivated, like you said. And I thought, oh my God, this was all the way in Orange County. So I ended up driving to Carlsbad for my first wine woman wealth to meet this beautiful woman. I actually happened to have the book. Huh. Denise Arand, who is the creator of Wine Woman Wealth, who's also a former stockbroker. And she wanted to create the way women had experiences around money and created this beautiful village where we get to show up and share with no judgment. And we use books by women to share experiences of how we deal with our relationship with money. And we then get to network and collaborate and share our experiences because we all know as growing up as children or as parents to our children, that stories and examples help us to learn together so that we can grow and flourish. And so six years ago, when I saw that, I walked up to Denise and I was like, why the heck are you doing this in the San Diego County when there are millions of more people in the LA County? I said, this needs to be there. And she's, she just looked at me and said, we were waiting for you, darling. <laughs> And it was one of those things like, you're damn straight you were, I am going to get this going, I'm, women need it, families need it, and it's not just about the women uh, being there to support one another, it is us being there to support ourselves with the oxygen mask so that we could show up in the world amazing, healthy, and strong, which actually makes us more sexy to the guys in our lives, mm -hmm. and really um, more confident and men, when men like to, men like to say that they want to attend. And I always say it's so that the women can show up better for you. They <laughs> gotta give you their space, just like when they give you your space with guys. So that's what this event is for. And connecting everybody. I've had business owners uh, literally create that businesses that now have gone nationwide. Nice. Um, and people have met their best friends or expanded their friend circle. Just so many, many one people found jobs, you know, meeting like an employer showed up meeting somebody and somebody had that exact skill set. I mean, I can't even make this stuff up. We've had people have reunions that were somebody that lived in an apartment in New York with somebody when they got up to share, the other person was like, oh my God, is that you? <laughs> California 20 years later. So amazing, amazing things happen when we get together for these events because we're just authentically sharing. Some of the books are um, like Jensen Chiro's You're a Badass at Making Money. That's oh, yeah. right now. Tomorrow night, we're going to have one virtually free. And the book is The Soul of Money by Lynn Twist. And tomorrow, we're going to have a little bit of insight from Mother Teresa when Lynn Twist met Mother Teresa. And I just love the insight because it really gives us perspective a worldly perspective of sometimes where we might be and just didn't realize we are with our perspectives around money and wealth, you know, um, because sometimes we repel it because we're jealous and we don't know it. Or sometimes we think that somebody doesn't deserve it because they got wealth a certain way. Right. And so the judgment isn't, it's a reverse type of a discrimination, but if you're doing that, and you yourself want to grow and build wealth, your brain can't do it because you've just created discrimination against yourself. Yeah. So it's tips like these and insights like these that as the teacher, of the, I'm learning every single time I do it. And so it's just a beautiful gift that just has such a beautiful ripple effect for all women. And I just love showing up and, and being there. With yeah, you. that's really, so it's a, it. It's, it was a great event. And I haven't been able to attend one of your leveled up ladies. I've always had to see <laughs> a conflict. Um, but tell us a little bit about that group and what you're doing with that group of women. So that group of women was something that even before I came to Wine Women Wealth, because it was, that was, you know, when you have a vision and your vision is matched and then you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. What happened with I'm partnered with Five Rings Financial. I didn't have to reinvent that piece. So now I said, you know what? Now it's time for leveled up ladies. That is women in business that are wanting to level up, right? Doesn't mean that you're up there just yet, but you want to next level, next level. Mm -hmm. Our higher level women 
and we have a speaker next month. So I have usually two or three speakers. I will always share one tip about wealth so that this way, you know, you can grow with one tip a month, one area of learning. Um, this month, we're going to have an enrolled agent, a tax person talking about current situations with our taxes mm. and what, you know, what's next or what is going on or what can we do around our money in that aspect, because that's where she's an expert. I have Lisa Dion, who is a speaker. Uh, she is from the Dr. Martini Institute, and she is talking about how our nervous system has tremendously been affected by what's going on in a way globally with everybody that has is unprecedented ever. So how do we regulate our the dysregulation that is happening in our nervous system so that we too can re, you know elevate? So it's about the mindset meets the knowledge, and then we have a mastermind. Oh, so that you the women will do breakout sessions and mastermind with one another. So that your takeaway is to do one next thing to level up for you in that next month and then come back. I also encourage women, you probably do in your community too, is to have and find an accountability partner. Yes. Always. That person that resonates. I've had one for eight years at my very, very first wealth building event. It's actually going to be nine years now, every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. for 30 minutes. You're kidding. Nope, it's lasted that long. Wow. Really cool when you get or are in alignment like that. He literally probably could write a whole book about me and my whole journey uh, very intimately. And it's just amazing because he gets to remind me because as women, sometimes we learn, think about what we don't do, mm-hmm. what we have accomplished. And he's really good at reminding me where I have come. And, uh, and it's amazing in the future of where I'm going. So it's always great to do that. And so we just, again, it's that community. So I, so it's a little different format and it is for women in business. It's not so much wine, women, wealth is for everybody. Stay right. It's for everyone. And if you're a woman um, that is planning to go in business, it'll, it's probably leveled up ladies is also a good one to attend so that you can level up. Yeah. And that they can reach that on your website. Mama Rita money. So gotcha. by the way is M A M M A. R-I-T-A-M-O-N-E-Y, because mama in Italian has, you know, emphasis as Italian. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Love passionately. Exactly. <laughs> and spend smartly, right? Right. Um, I love it. I love it. Um, so do you find yourself in your work, um, you know, when people first come to you, are they a little timid? What What's kind of like you notice when people first start working with you? What What, what barriers do you really have to break down? I think, well, I think the barrier of, um, okay, the barrier of self-shame is one Mm. of the ones. If I could have a magic pill, but the reality is all I can do is, you know, a lot of them don't know where to start. Yes. So we start, and I'm going to ask this question, start thinking about what is the purpose of your money? Every dollar works for you. So think about them as your employees. You may have heard this before, your soldiers marching for you. What buckets are they working in? Are your dollars are dollars allocated to paying for your shelter? Are there dollars working for you to pay your gas bill? Are there dollars for you that are building for your financial freedom day, your retirement? Which, where are your dollars? What is the purpose of your money? That is huge. When we start to gain, and if you don't know, that's okay. That really is okay because who has ever asked us this question in this way? No, I've never heard it that way. No. And so it, I'm going to say it's a culmination of all the years of learning. And I'm going to say well over six years of vested income in learning from financial professionals that teach the wealthy that I have taken it and created a simplicity to it, partnered with others to do that, and then also done, done it in my own way. So I can just simply sit down and ask questions. And so being open is the, is the first thing. No shitting over all over yourself. Yeah. Should I should have done this? I should have done that. Yes, you could have. Okay, so what? We're here now, right? We're here now. So do you want to have the same conversation a year from now? Mm. From now or 10 years from now? Or do we want to change how that conversation is going to go? You know, literally one step, you do one step, you will forever shift it. It's kind of like 
um, you know, you're taking a plane and you miss the gate by you, and you end up on another plane. So you were planning to go to Italy, but you didn't pay attention and you missed the gate and you got on a plane and you got to Washington, DC. <laughs> now, technically you're closer to Italy where you wanted to go. Right. <laughs> right. It, and it's just kind of being playful with, but you got on, first of all, you got on the plane, right? You took the step and you got closer. That will forever change you. So I think that that's really the primary and be open to learning, be open to um, reading. Yes. Reading is like magic, especially nowadays, so that you can find the material that your brain wraps around because there are no square pegs to be fit into a round hole, especially with your money. With money. You should never be sold to. You should be taught. Really. Oh, I love that. You should never be sold to because when you're being, if you feel like you're being sold to, that means want a couple of things. Maybe you need to learn some more and ask some more questions or somebody else is pushing their perspective of how your money should look. On to you. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like what vehicle it's like, well, you know, I want to, I want to rent a car and money's no object. And somebody just says, well, I don't know, the Toyota gets better gas mileage than the, the Tesla, obviously, mm-hmm. but Tesla is more fun. <laughs> right. Driven one, right. And it's electric. So gas mileage is irrelevant. It's irrelevant. So is it their viewpoint or your viewpoint? Right. When you get clarity and it's, and just be kind to yourself for, for those of you that this is the biggest thing. And don't, I, I just, I wish everybody could do away with being the, the, the embarrassment or blame around it. There isn't any, because you know what? That gets wiped away the moment you are curious and you ask because you just created yourself a new slate. Yeah. Every time you meet, every time you learn, you created yourself a new slate. You know, I explained, you know, 2001, I experienced that dot-com bust because I had my money in mutual funds and I had set it up when I was 18 and at 31, it was near the same amount it was when I was 18. Did I know why? No. Right. Did I go learn why? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was an eight. I had some real estate. I, along with half a million other Americans, mm-hmm. lost half the value of my property, and it took half of my reserves to keep the ones that I had. In 2011, I got hit again. Growing my money, everything's going great. I'm finally learning things, and I get cancer. And I have to tap into my reserves, reinvent myself, and start all over again. And I did what I could. I started reading books about wealthy. And so if anybody wants tips about books, I can share them because there's so many. Because right. It starts right here with mindset. And that's also in every event that we have, there's a mindset piece. And then there's the principles piece with our many one-on-one workshops, which are virtual. Those, my colleagues, I leave that up to them because I have enough on my plate. I've learned that when I have enough on my plate to share with the responsibility and my colleagues do those meetings three times a week. So somebody can just go to my mama Rita money calendar, click on it, ask me for an invitation. I'll give you the zoom link and password. You schedule it into your time. What time works best for you. You see the calendar and you look and learn about money on your terms. Just like we're talking right now. Yeah, exactly. No and- worries over zoom. Yeah, and it's it's multiple times a week. I was noticing on your calendar, or multiple times a month, you're offering the money. Yeah, multiple times a month and multiple yeah. times a week. Wine Woman Wealth is once a month. Leveled Up Ladies once a month, but the virtual money one on ones are like uh, yeah, all the time, three to five times a week, depending on who's out there doing them. And it's the same workshop over and over, and you can learn it at your pace, your pace. Yeah, and and you kind of you know lose you don't feel as embarrassed when you're oh it's a webinar (laughs) I don't have to bring out my checkbook and my financials just yet you could create you could create a pseudo name to see people and a name only because one we like to know who's on the zoom call and two you know at the end if you have questions they'd like to address you however you'd like to be addressed yeah people that are funny and put like yogi bear and (laughs) and uh, if there's any questions or something that you want to know about or or what you like to contribute because we all get to contribute and share. Yeah. I think that's really powerful. I I love that you offer that. And as well as working with clients and I mean, your, your plate must be full. (laughs) Um, 
constantly. It is, it is, especially right now, because most people are looking for living benefits. You know, I'm going to say, we got to have, we got to go back to basics about what's important. Now, are we taking the step in the right direction, right? Are we asking, are we looking, are we learning? And thank you so much for sharing this with the community, because again, it creates a mission. If, if everyone in this nation had a living benefits plan, we would not see as many, because not everybody's going to do it, but we would not see the amount of GoFundMe's because people will be funding themselves. Yes, yes. Right? And, and have planned it in a way where they are in, they're in the control seat. And yeah. just when you're sick and you get to have choices, it's very different than when you are sick and, you know, you're being told that something is on a, a downward turn and all of a sudden you see the light that there's this possibility only to be told, well, it takes this much money. Yeah. You know? So the difference, like, I'm not going to say money. I do say money buys happiness because I see a lot of people talking about their purses and shoes and things like that in their homes. And it took dollars. That was a resource tool. There's nothing wrong with being happy around money. It shouldn't be the reason, the sole reason of your, your joy, but it does create joy. Yes. So I just, uh, I think it's always be open to different perspectives so that we can learn. That's why yesterday's, or as I'm reading the chapters of the book, preparing seeing Mother Teresa's perspective around wealthy people, they aren't always happy. Sickness does come. Life events does happen. It's, we get a choice. Do we want to do something about it or do we want to sit and complain? There's a cool book out there. I just got to throw it out by John Gordon called The No Complaining Rule. <laughs> I love it. So if you're going to complain, you've got to come up with two solutions before you get to complain, to verbalize that complaint. Yeah. So when I was a teacher, um, when the kids would come up to tattle, I would tell them, you got to come up with three reasons you need to tattle on this child. And they would sit there, hmm, <laughs> think about it. So it's the same kind of concept. But it's so good because you know what? We're just, we're just big kids. Yeah. We're, I mean, we are. And we're constantly learning. And I think that's amazing that we're constantly learning. That's what keeps us young. And that's what keeps us forever growing. Forever growing. I love it. The, I love that. The moment you stop learning. The moment you stop having chance at choices, that's when sadness, depression, anxiety, we start to worry about the future. We, you know, dwell on the negatives of the past and we want to do away with that. And then, you know, it's about being in communities like the Broad Network. Um, I don't know if you saw the Forbes uh, article. I saw it a few months ago about women, groups of women that when women are in groups, the longevity of their lives is even longer. Oh, because being with good information, positivity, that village, you're growing. It is so super healthy for all of us. So it builds our immune systems. It's so different. I mean, think about it. You know, just like you said, the child that's tattling, it's this uh, negative thing and negativity harms our immune system. So when we're in amazing groups and we're learning, we're growing, we thrive. It's beautiful. Yeah. Flourishing. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. It's so true. And you talk about how an educated society is an elevated society. And I love it when you mention that kind of, and it, to me, it really speaks to your whole ethos and your whole like passion behind. It's not just money, money, money. It's like, it's just like money will flow if you're educated and we have a society that's elevated. You Absolutely. have to make space for it. It's simple, right? It's always easy because we have to contend with ourselves and our mindsets, and what we, we uh, learn, I was speaking to a speaker the other day, is it, is it a formulated, are we basing our decisions and reactions and responses on integrated thoughts or formulated thoughts? So is it those beliefs from old integrated ways that we were taught, or are we thinking for ourselves in the moment? Yeah. Right? And what's reality? Because there's a lot of fears. There's a lot of fears right now. Um, I've been hearing that topic come up actually in multiple group meetings that I was at yesterday. And it was interesting because I say, I like to turn fear on its ear and how to do that is fear is that we've heard the acronym. Many have heard the acronym of face every, um, excuse me, false evidence appearing real. Well, yes. it's changed for me so much that I say the other one. That's why I started to say it first. For me, it's all about 
facing everything and rising. Well, facing doesn't mean that you're taking charge. And Facing it means, hmm, let me ask a question about that. Hmm, let me find out if there's a resource about that. Hmm, let me join a like-minded group where I can hear more ideas so that I can know about more ideas and perspectives than my own. So it's just facing everything. And then taking the next step, if you're going to sign up for a group, show up to a meeting. Do mm-hmm. But show up. Be curious, explore, so that you can then engage and then elevate, right? Just that seeking. Somebody said it to me like this. I wrote it down. Seeking. I said my exploring formula, my E formula. And they were like, oh, that's like seek, study, start, and supersede. Yeah, so it's soup and it's simple. It's simple mm-hmm. by step. And like I said, doing it together is so much, we flourish together. It's so much fun. I love it. I yeah. love it. Rita. Love this is what this you're is, doing. Oh, thank you. This is so, so great. And we're, it just, I'm so glad we met and we met through Catherine. So it's, I'm telling you, you never oh, know your, how many degrees you're away from your next favorite person on the planet. Right, um, so right, great. absolutely. So before we wrap up, quick, quick, tell us again your website so we can uh, reach out to you if we have any financial mindset or planning issues. Yeah. Thank you. My website is mamaritamoney.com and it's spelled M-A-M-M-A-R-I-T-A-M-O-N-E-Y.com. Love it. Nineties. Every time I say that, I feel like I'm singing the Mickey Mouse. Uh, <laughs> come to Disneyland. Come to the financial Disneyland. <laughs> let's let's play. Let's talk. Yeah, I think it's really important. If anyone out there is seeking advice, or Rita is like a wealth of knowledge, um, I highly recommend going to one of her Wine Women Wealth or Leveled Up groups digitally now, so you don't have to wear pants. Um, (laughs) it's really been, uh, wonderful having you, but before you go really quick, tell me what's one thing you get carried away about in quarantine, Uh, a book, podcast, food, are you cooking more? What have you gotten carried away with that you didn't actually what I've gotten carried away with is my self care. So every morning, um, right now I stacked three habits. Um, one is I get up early and I'm first thing I'm part of a prayer group at 645 every morning. And I have to look nice <laughs> live. Um, and then, so that and 10 minutes of silent, silencing all of this meditation. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a 10 minute bust out workout, like get your energy um, YouTube workout that I've been doing that has been strengthening my core. And so really about self-care, because that's one of the pieces that I talk about a lot. I hadn't been doing for myself a lot. So the quarantine really great to, has helped you know, me yeah. make money. That's, uh, so we just ended on, on Instagram, yeah. but we're still live in the Facebook group. Okay. But um, Instagram only lets you go for, uh, I think it's 45 minutes. Got but um, I think that's so wise. Have you ever heard of the book? Um, it's called The Miracle Morning. Yeah, uh, I have it. <laughs> just finished it and I I was blown away by um not only how well he explained what how to plan your miracle morning but when I first listened to it because I listened to it when I was driving in traffic all the time I was like there's no way I'm gonna be able to do this how can I do this but I set an alarm on my phone and every morning half hour I get 10 minutes of meditation 10 minutes of journaling 10 minutes of high impact exercise I forget the other 10 is reflection and intention and setting intentions. And it's been, it's, I highly recommend the book, but I'm glad you've read it. I'm not surprised. And I'm going to say, you know, that book and I, and I, I've read it, but it's been a long time and it's actually by my bedside cause I brought it out again, but that book may be coupled with atomic habits by James Clear. Have you heard that book? I haven't heard of that one. It's really cool because what I did is I started out with the Bible study first and did that just for 15 minutes every day. And then once I got in the habit of that one, then I added the 10 minutes, like a week or two weeks in to the silent meditation. And then about a week or so later, I added the high impact exercise. Love it. So now it's like, oh my gosh, it's, uh, it's in every part of my everyday routine. I can't go start without it. Love it. Now, when you were on vacation, when you were on the cruise, were you still doing it? Uh, This started right after. Oh, it did. It did. It started right after the cruise. <laughs> mm, I love that. The world had changed over here. It I can't, you crazy. know, and we were talking about that, how 
we were setting up for women on the rise. And uh, I was like, I think she's in he- Trump had just given the like, no one's allowed to leave Europe order. I was like, I think Rita's still there. <laughs> yep. I was actually, I got a ton, a ton of texts while I was on my flight en route back. People did not know I had already gotten on a plane. And uh, so when I came back, my phone was like dinging. <laughs> yeah. Away, and I made sure that everybody knew was, I was okay. I actually did some Facebook posting. Not everybody sees everything, and a lot of people were worried that we were, you know, stuck over there. Our ship actually did close every port that we got into after we left it. it no one else could go in, so we were truly graced and blessed throughout the whole trip. It was very surreal. No one got sick. We were on a ship with uh, it was supposed to be, I think, six or seven thousand people. It was a quite a big cruise ship, and mm-hmm. there was only four thousand, so everything was pretty empty. Uh, everywhere we went and we just actually kept ourselves away from like the regular tourist spots and sure. like that so being that I had family out in that area I we stayed kind of to ourselves as best we could and uh, and just kept space that really was it and how did we other than the airplane other than that it was yeah <laughs> it was an amazing definitely a lifetime experience um Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you were able to make it back, but also make it Me back too. healthy, healthy oh and gosh. safe. That's all we can ask for right now. Um, well, thank you so much for getting carried away with me. I really appreciate it. Ooh, thank you for listening to Carried Away, a female forward podcast featuring advice from today's business thought leaders and innovators. To watch clips from these interviews, catch them live, or learn more about how the Bra Network lifts and supports female entrepreneurs, Head over to Instagram at bra underscore network and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell me what I should get carried away about next. Until then, stay fabulous.